You're listening to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with Cat John, episode number Bailey. It's 140 shivers. Welcome to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with me, Cat John. I'm an authenticity coach who's on a mission to help people save and channel their fucks towards what truly matters to them. And something worth giving a major fuck about is taking responsibility for your own life. And here in the podcast, I'll be sharing real guidance, raw truths, and relatable stories to help you do just that. I've got breakthroughs coming out of my butt. Boop, 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 boop. I'm going to chow with you another breakthrough um, because I'm in breakthrough city at the moment, um, which is all beautiful, very soft, soft breakthroughs, but powerful. Um, firstly, g'day. I hope you're ace. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, it's really awesome to have you here. You will learn so much about your own self through my sharings, uh, how to powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can get on with listening to your heart and following through on what matters. Um, So yeah, welcome. Awesome to have you here. And to my regular listeners, you fucking legends, thank you for coming back all the time and sharing and reviewing and rating. It really means a lot. So last week, um, I drove to Bendigo for, um, a talk with Gather and Grow. It was fucking fabulous. Such a wonderful morning. So wonderful to meet, um, these beautiful 75 women who I've never met before. Some of them I I have, um, but most of them I hadn't. And just a really special morning of, you know, going, internal and taking a mirror and putting it inside all these hidden parts that we've hidden from ourselves and shine a light on them. So it was a, it was a ripper morning, but anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how, um, my ego got in the way of what actually matters. Um, and then how I turned myself around and what I learned as a result. So I've said it time and time again, the work never stops. Um, The evolution, the self-inquiry, the looking at yourself from different angles, it doesn't stop and nor should it because our, uh, you know, we we are here to experience ourselves, um, all of ourselves, our human self, our true self, um, all of that. And so in this moment, it was kind of a, you know, a combo of them both. So, the girls weren't with us. It was their week with their mum. And then uh, for a, quite a while, we had planned that they were going to be staying on the Saturday night because their mum was going away for the weekend. Now, when I have plenty of, um, w- not warning, but when I have plenty of notice, I'm cool because it all makes sense. And I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, I can plan for that. I can prepare for that. I can get the food ready and I can do these, all these things, right? But it's, it's actually more about that I know what's going on. So when the girls came, um, that was all cool. That was all fine. 
But they brought their school bags and this was on a Saturday night when they were going to stay and they were going to go back to their mums on the Sunday and then they were actually going to come back to us on the Monday. So long story short, what actually ended up happening was way more smarter. But here's what my ego did. So they brought in their school bags um, and Steve's like, huh, why are you bringing your school bags? Like you're going back to mums tomorrow. And uh, they were like, no, no, we're not. We're, we're staying here. Um so I'm over there at my computer and I'm doing my work and I was very cool for them, you know, to be coming because I knew that they were coming. But as soon as I heard that, my physical response, it, it just immediately goes into fight, flight, freeze. And in that moment, my whole entire mind was reorientated and overtaken by my ego telling me my space is invaded. No one ever fucking consults me. No one ever includes me. No one ever considers me. My time and my energy is going to be fucked up. You know, I had this plan of going up to Bendigo and then going to my parents that night, just me and Steve and Bailey and have a quiet night where I don't have to be responsible for anyone But really, once again, what is going on is that I feel out of control. Now, this for me activates my old wound, my very old wound from when I was a child, from when I was in my little space in bed and then someone comes in and invades it and I'm not prepared. I can't control it. They haven't asked for my permission. They haven't asked if it's okay. So this little scenario, it in actual reality, it doesn't fucking matter. It's like, yeah, cool, stay. That makes way more sense. Why would you have to lug your shit back and then lug it back again the next day? Just, of course, stay. In actual reality, that didn't matter. But where my story goes, it goes straight back to being a little girl who is not informed who is not, like, doesn't give consent, who is out of control, who is being overruled. And that's exactly how I felt in that moment, sitting at my kitchen with my laptop, with my very neutral stepdaughters that are like, yeah, cool, we're staying. And I'm there giving Steve a death stare. Like, he fucked me. Like, they all fucked me. Screw them. I cannot tell you how over I am of this response. Automatic, automatic response. It's the same response that I've been playing out time and time again when it comes to my stepdaughters. And I'm fucking over it. But it happened. So, what do I do? I shut down my energy. I don't look at anyone in the eyes. And I make whatever I'm doing the most important thing above anyone else. Because that's what my ego does to protect me. That's what my ego does to keep me safe. And to just kind of go, nah, you know what? If you're going to fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with you right now through my energy. No joke. I'm telling you exactly what happened. They go off. They go and toddle and uh, go up to their rooms. And one of them was getting ready to go out. And Steve goes, hey... I know what's happening right now. I know you really well. Just breathe. I'll sort this out. Just breathe. I'll sort this out. 
but can you please not stay in this mode for the rest of the weekend? And I looked at him and I said, you know exactly where I am right now. I know exactly where I am right now. Just give me a fucking minute. I need to give my ego a minute. And he's like, yep, cool, no problem. So he sorted out with his uh, ex-wife what had taken place. And it was actually that the girls were just like, nah, we're not going back. We don't want to go back and forth, right? Now, in my truth, I knew that that made sense. In my truth, I actually don't want to give a fuck about it because this is their home. And I love them. They're cool. They're teenagers. They just do what they want. They hang out. We have a laugh. Sometimes they get mad at each other. And then it's like, okay, great. Do your thing. It's actually not a big deal. But to my ego, it is the biggest deal of all time. So they go upstairs and I'm like, oh my God, I can't handle this. I can't handle my response anymore. But in my head, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to leave Steve. This keeps happening you know, I can't handle this. No one cares about me. And I just went, ego just went me, 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 me. And like I said, it's still the old wound being triggered. Um, so I did my ego clearing exercise, which I've spoken about here on my podcast. Um, and I did that just to clear out the, the potent poison that was going on inside of me. But I was still like, no, nah, now I'm going to go to my mum and dad's on my own. Um, I'm going to have my own space and my own time. Steve can, all, Steve can sort this out. Because my mind goes into, okay, now I've got to cook them dinner. Now I've got to get them ready for school. Now I've got to wash their uniforms or I've got to whatever. So I go from like I have no responsibility for the rest of the weekend to, okay, cool, now I've got responsibility. So I'm like, you know what, Steve, you fucking wear that. I'm not taking that on. And I kind of went into like me versus you. You know, I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to serve you because you fucked me. And he, he actually didn't do anything. But this is a story I'm telling myself. So that's that. That kind of goes and I'm, 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 I'm softening a little bit. But I'm also like, you know, a bit miffed. So I go and drive to Bendigo uh, and I'm listening to all these beautiful songs on the way up. And I get quite emotional on a particular song. And it opens up my heart and my heart reminds me that what I'm focusing on doesn't matter. What I'm focusing on doesn't matter. Power, control, knowing things, always having to have it planned out. Like that's not life. Like that can be life, but it's not always life. And my true focus and my true end result is to not get, to, to actually not give a fuck when things like this happen, to be like, oh, cool. Yeah, no worries. What are we going to do tonight? Oh, cool. No worries. I got work on, but like you guys do your thing, but not have the, the, the bird up to them, the energetic bird up to them and sticking my finger up, you know, that's, that's actually where I want to land. That's what I want to be in. That's who I want to be. That's how I want it to be. And I'm in the process of becoming that. So Steve had already said to the girls, oh, Kat's going to go to her parents um, just by herself and, you know, we'll hang out. And they're like, oh, we want to go to Beck and Nev's too. We love Beck and Nev's. And I hadn't known that 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 had taken place. So they had been spending the day together whilst I'm up in Bendigo. 
And once I arrived in Bendigo, I, I messaged Steve and I said, let's all go to dinner tonight to mum and dad's. Like, of course I want everyone there. And my heart was speaking. And then I went and did my talk and I was driving home um, and Steve had just said, oh, so you're still going to your parents tonight? I said, yeah, but you guys can come too, like come. And they're like, oh, but your mum wouldn't have made anything for us because she didn't know that we were coming, um, so we'll we'll just stay. And like literally the, the two girls and Steve, I was on one side of the bench and the three of them were on the other side and they were like sad that they weren't coming to my mum and dad's. They were sad. And I looked over and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is my family. How long is it going to take for me to accept that this is my family and that we do shit together and that all the stories in my head are not as bad as what I think that they are and that I don't need as much alone time as what I think that I need and I don't need to do my life alone as much as I think that I need to do it alone. Like, what am I doing? And I messaged mum and I said, you know, is this okay? And she goes, of course, you know, we're, we're getting takeaway tonight. Of course, bring the girls. They're always welcome. And it just reminded me, like, my nana, who's now passed, and my mum, they're so open in, of course, of course, yes, bring it in. The more the merrier. How wonderful. And yet here I am and I know I've had a different past and I know that I have shit in my past that has created this belief inside of me. But here I am so consumed in my ego of control, with control and with protecting my space at all costs and seeing them as the devil when they are these beautiful girls who... I'm like, hey, you're, you're Kitty. We want to hang out with Kitty and her family because you guys are our family too. And so this was a really beautiful lesson and breakthrough for me. And I guess I moved through it uh, probably, you know, the fastest or one of the fastest that I had. But more than anything, it just fully cracked me open. It really cracked me open to what matters and what's important and where my attention has been placed and how over I am of my same fucking story. Um, and I just, I, I want to share that with you because when I mean the work doesn't end, it doesn't. No matter how much work you do on yourself, it doesn't. It just continuously invites you in to take a look, take a look, take a look. What can you shift? What can you transform? What can you change? What can you soften? What can you go after now that you've taken a look? And on that drive, you know, it was a two-hour drive to Bendigo. I just took a good hard look at myself and was like, this isn't me. The way that I behaved and shut down and just ignored everyone and made them basically not exist, that's not me. That's my young self-protective cat thinking that if I don't do that, I'm going to be fucked with. But I'm not. In my actual reality, I'm safe with this family. I'm safe with these people. And so be there. Open up. Let them in. There's plenty of place in space in your heart, cat. Let them in. And so that's been my 
uncovering over the last week and it's just softened, you know, like now at night times, me has been really stressed lately and just not uh, kind of, I guess, probably coping with going from little girl to a teenager. And so every night we've been playing soft music and I sit with her and we just breathe for five minutes together and she falls asleep within five minutes. Whereas before she was finding it difficult to sleep. I'm like, fuck, that's, you know, sometimes that, that, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Just open your heart, cat. You're safe. Open your heart. You're safe. So I'm sharing this with you in case you may be in some similar place in your life. Maybe it's not the exact same scenario, but you're just done with the way that you've been doing things and you know another way. It takes you a while to get there, but eventually you get there. So, yeah, opening my big juicy heart more and more and more and just wondering why I still have to hold on to this same story when I don't, when I actually don't. So lots of healing, lots of healing taking place and um, it's my invitation to you to do the same, to, to keep looking within, to keep asking the questions so you can heal. The question I've been asking myself is, why would I want to lock out love? Why would I want to lock out the love that is right in front of me? and buy into a story that tells me there is no love or I have no capacity to love. That's my self-inquiry and that's what I'm asking myself, which is a really big and beautiful question that I'm still uncovering the answers to. So, yeah, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Real, Raw, Relatable podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And please share with me via rating it or reviewing it or DMing us or emailing us at info at catjohn.com.au how this resonated with you. And uh, share this on with anyone who you know could do with hearing today's message. Very soon, I'm going to be releasing the upgrade of The Legends, which is now going to be my six-month group coaching program, which is here to help you powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can listen to your heart and focus on what matters. It's launching June 21st. Enrollments are going to be open on April 1st, and there are 15 places left. There's already 10 places taken up from legends who have transferred over from the old legends to this renewed one. So there's only 15 places left. Um, And all in here, you're going to be doing self-inquiry, ego work, true end result living, all the wonderful stuff. So uh, get in touch with us if you are interested or keep out for April 1st when we go live to accept enrollments. I'll see you in your earballs on Thursday. Lots of love. Peace be with you.